Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Today's show is gluten-free sourdough starter basics based on a question submitted by Sophia. And before we get to that, I do want to cover some housekeeping notes. The way to show love if you're here live or you're watching the replay on periscope.tv within 24 hours is just to tap the screen on your device and that will make hearts flutter up the screen. It's so pretty, so fun to watch. And the more people that do it, the more colorful the hearts because you all are assigned a color. So tap, tap, tap away. Uh, another thing is you can share You can share this to show love. So you can swipe right or down depending on your device and share to Periscope, um, to Facebook or Twitter. So if you're live right now and you know your family or friends are interested in gluten-free sourdough starter or traditional cooking in general, please share so they can hop on live with us. If you're not already following me on Periscope, my handle is at tradcookschool. So maybe you've just hopped in because you saw we were talking about sourdough or gluten-free or something. Be sure to follow because I come back every Wednesday for Ask Wardy and you can join the fun again. Additionally, I want to say that usually about every Thursday I hop on Periscope to record my podcast, Know Your Food with Wardy. Uh, this week, in case you're looking forward to it tomorrow, tomorrow's Christmas Eve, so I won't be doing it. I actually did it yesterday. So if you missed that, I'm sorry, just, you know, Christmas, didn't realize, so I had to do it yesterday. So look forward to it. Well, actually, next week I'll do it early, probably on Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday as well, because of New Year's Eve being next Thursday. So um, this is going to be really fun. Uh, Ask Wardy. A couple more housekeeping notes. Ask Wardy is the show where I answer your traditional cooking questions. And you know what? I have a favor to ask because I am low on the queue of questions. I've got a couple more, but I need more. So please submit your questions. You can use the hashtag Ask Wardy on Twitter. So tweet me at TradCookSchool using the hashtag Ask Wardy and send in your questions. Or you can email me, wardy, W-A-R-D-E-E, at askwardy.tv, and just share your question that way. We'll put it in the queue. Um, Now, today's question I mentioned is gluten-free sourdough, and so I want to make sure you know about a gift I have for you. Um, Free sourdough starter instructions. Here's the link for you tradcookschool.com slash free starter. Now a caveat, what you're going to get when you go to this link is a video showing you how to make a a regular sourdough starter with whole wheat or whatever gluten flour. Um, And so go ahead and watch that and absorb it because the principles apply and then sign up for the free um, starter instructions that are offered there. And then when you get those, reply back and Millie, who helps me at Traditional Cooking School, will reply back, I mean, reply back and let her know you want the gluten-free instructions. And so she'll reply back with the PDF instructions for gluten-free sourdough starter, okay, if you need gluten-free. If you don't, you know, just stick with the regular sourdough starter instructions. So once again, that's tradcookschool.com slash free starter. 
free sourdough starter instructions. Now, before we get into the question, I wanted to share a quick recipe with you. What I'm drinking today, this has become my favorite drink. Okay, and there's four ingredients. I made a little photo for you. Let me pull it up here. Okay, it's maca coffee. Have you guys heard of maca? Maca is an amazing superfood. So I've got this graphic here, it has four ingredients. First of all, it's an herbal coffee. You can use regular coffee if you want, but I do an herbal coffee. So I've got this book up here because uh, I featured it last, or well, it's coming out uh, Friday on my podcast, but I did it live last week if you were there. I featured this DIY herbal coffee substitutes ebook as one of my top um, books of 2015. And at the beginning of the book, in addition to all the coffee shop recipes, there's several base recipes for your own DIY herbal coffee blends. You can save money, they're healthier, they're more flexible around allergies, they're also extremely healthy and detoxifying. So this book or whatever coffee or herbal coffee that you buy, you need that as the base, okay, for this, um, for this maca coffee. And remind me, uh, I have a coupon for you on this book today. It expires today to save 50%. So I'll tell you that at the end. The second ingredient you need is maca. The best maca on the market is from the maca team. The link to that is tradcookschool.com slash maca, M-A-C-A. They don't just offer regular cream maca, but they have black and red and it's extremely fresh, and it's from um, small farms in Peru that are growing the maca in amazing, mineral-rich, wonderful conditions, how it's well-suited to grow maca. It's fresh, it's well-packed, uh, it's amazing. And I personally use the red, because the red is really good for females, but you're if a bodybuilder or a man, you might wanna look at the black, or you can blend them together. And sometimes I blend together, because I do lift weights, and I find the black helps me with my strength. But anyway, you need maca. Tradcookschool.com slash maca is the best maca out there. You need a sweetener of some kind. I use stevia and I prefer the sweet leaf brand. Tradcookschool.com slash sweet leaf. And thank you to the person in the comments who is typing up these ingredients. So you could use honey, maple syrup, whatever sweetener you like, you could do it without sweetener. But I like to sweeten it a little bit. So I use stevia, sweet leaf stevia. The final ingredient is cream. And I'm gonna tell you a secret, I use sour cream. Um, I make our homemade yogurt and the soured cream that comes to the top is what I use in my mug. So here's how you put all those together because sometimes the maca is hard to dissolve. So you put, your, you put your cream and your stevia and however much of the maca you're using in the bottom of your mug. So I do about a table, half to one tablespoon. Then I warm up my herbal coffee. So if it's fresh, it's obviously hot, but you can make a bunch of it at a time and keep it in the fridge and then warm up what you need. So you warm up what you need and you pour a little bit of it into the bottom of your mug and then you stir. The maca can be hard to dissolve, so just do a little bit and stir and smush those um, you know, clumps against the side of your cup to get it pretty smooth and then add the rest of your coffee, whatever kind you use. Um, and here is your maca coffee and it is so delicious. Maca is so good for you, it tastes a little nutty, and the stevia balances out the potential um, strong or possibly bitter flavor of the maca. Um, I just love it, it's my new favorite drink. So once again, if you wanna take a screenshot of that, you need your herbal coffee, you need maca, 
you need stevia or whatever sweetener you want and cream and I use sour cream. Now I wanted to tell you about the coupon. The um, DIY Herbal Coffee Substitute book, the link for it is tradcookschool.com slash herbal coffee and if you use the coupon code WINTER50, all caps, one word, WINTER50, through uh, today. It ends today on December 23rd, so hopefully you're watching me live. You can save 50% on that book. It's fabulous. I sent out an email last week to tell people, and I just can't tell you how many people have taken advantage of it. I'm so happy because it truly is one of my top uh, books of 2015. We love it. All right, so go make some maca coffee and let me know how you like that. Let's get into today's question now. Uh, this question comes from Sophia, and I'll read it to you. She said, I just finished listening to episode 100, and that was of the Know Your Food podcast. So I finished listening to episode 100 on sourdough starter questions. If you want that, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 100. Is the process of making and sustaining a starter the same if gluten-free flour is used, for example, buckwheat? Also, how is gluten-free sourdough incorporated into gluten-free recipes? Do specific gluten-free sourdough recipes need to be used? And that's Sophia N's question. So that's why today's topic on Ask Wardy is uh, gluten-free sourdough starter basics. So to answer the global question Sophia was asking, yes, the process is very similar for feeding and caring for a gluten-free sourdough starter as opposed to a... Um, gluten-based sourdough starter. However, you might want to look into um, a boosted brown rice starter. And all this means, or a boosted gluten-free starter, I, I say brown rice because I find I've done a little bit with gluten-free sourdough, and I find that brown rice is a, just a great flour to use for a sourdough starter. So is buckwheat, so is a blend. But boosting, because a gluten-free sourdough starter is typically not as active, um, so boosting is every few days you add a little bit of kombucha or water kefir just to give it a boost of culture and to keep it active and bubbly. So that's why I like and recommend a boosted gluten-free sourdough starter. Um, if you grab the free starter instructions that I told you about, tradcookschool.com slash free starter, and then you reply um, to request the extra gluten-free sourdough starter instructions, those are instructions so that you can make your own boosted brown rice starter. Um, now, Sophia asked, can you use buckwheat? Yes, you can use brown rice, you can use buckwheat, you can use a blend of gluten-free flours, just like a regular sourdough starter that you can feed wheat or rye or oat or spelt or kamut or emmer or einkorn, you know, a gluten-free sourdough starter, you can feed a variety or a blend of flours. I am gonna share some tips now um, about using a gluten-free sourdough starter because um, they really, I need to share these tips in order to answer the final questions that Sophia asked about do gluten-free sourdough recipes need to be used? Is there anything you can do about gluten-free recipes to incorporate sourdough? So let's talk about usage because once you have your gluten-free sourdough starter, again, look into the boosting, request my, my instructions on that, or just Google boosted brown rice starter. Here are some tips for using it, okay? Um, nearly all the time using a blend of gluten-free flours both to feed your starter and in the recipe is gonna work better than just one gluten-free flour. Now, especially in the recipe, the starter itself, one flour tends to be fine. A blend is great, uh, but in the recipe itself, 
a gluten-free blend works better. The reason is that gluten-free flours are so particular, they're not like as universally like good as whole wheat or spelt, um, or now I'm using einkorn. They just don't, um, they just have their real strong characteristics of gumminess or flavor or whatnot. And if you just use one flour in your gluten-free recipes, it tends to be really strong toward whatever per- peculiarity that flour has. Whereas if you blend a bunch together, and I'm talking like buckwheat and brown rice and um, um, their quinoa, I mean, they're leaving me sorghum. If you, there's so many, there's tapioca. Anyway, if you blend a bunch together, you're going to have a much better result because the peculiarities are muted and you get a broader base of characteristics. So you end up with a better result. So that is my tip number one, use a blend of gluten-free flours in your recipes. And you can also feed with a blend as well. Second tip, Uh, Don't switch flours often when you're feeding your sourdough starter, your gluten-free sourdough starter. Actually, this is the same same advice I'd give for a regular sourdough starter. You can switch. You can go from buckwheat to brown rice. And a regular sourdough starter, you can go from wheat and transition to einkorn. It's just that don't switch too often because every time you switch, your starter has to adjust. The organisms have to adjust to a slightly new food source. So don't switch too often. It doesn't mean you can't switch. If you do, allow a transition time. And also, if you're doing gluten-free, use that boosting method I mentioned where you're adding a teaspoon to a tablespoon, depending on quantity of your starter, of water kefir or kombucha just to give that extra oomph and activity to your uh, gluten-free starter. Again, that's what I call a boosted gluten-free starter. Another tip, use tried and true recipes. Yes, when you get really good, you can take a gluten-free recipe and incorporate sourdough. I just wouldn't advise it until you're really good at the craft of gluten-free sourdough because like I said, or maybe I didn't say this, it can be more difficult than regular sourdough with gluten flours. Gluten-free sourdough can be trickier. So I would say start with tried and true gluten-free sourdough recipes. So gluten-free recipes that already have sourdough worked into the process. Um, And if you, like I said, I'll give you uh, free gluten-free starter instructions. Sign up for it at triadcookschool.com slash free starter and then reply back that you want the specific gluten-free ones. Um, But you could also look into an established gluten-free starter. Culturesforhealth.com sells a wonderful brown rice gluten-free starter that um, I have used. It's wonderful. You can also go to tradcookschool.com slash gfsourdough. My friend Sharon Kane is an amazing resource on the art of gluten-free sourdough baking. She has starters and mixes and recipes and book and online resources. Um, so, but the reason I'm mentioning her is because she has a sourdough starter that you can purchase from her and then revive in your home. Same like, uh, cultures for health does with their brown rice starter. Um, a comment, I tried a gluten-free sourdough starter, got overly sticky and didn't work. Is that a common problem? Uh, it could be, I don't know what you were feeding it, but like I said before, every gluten-free flour has a peculiarity. So maybe you needed to use a blend or switch up the flour and then that sticky problem would get reduced. Um, okay. So finally to round up the gluten-free sourdough starter basics, I wanted to share some resources with you. Uh, Sound like a broken record, but tradcookschool.com slash free starter. Request the free starter instructions, reply to the email when you receive them, and we'll give you the gluten-free adaptation. 
Also, if you already have our Sourdough A to Z ebook, or if you're already a member of traditionalcookingschool.com, right in the beginning of that course or the beginning of the ebook is um, all, all the information on doing gluten-free sourdough, as well as we give you adaptations for nearly all the sourdough recipes in the course or the ebook. We tell you how to do them with gluten-free. So that resource is there for you already if you're a member, or you can go check out our Sourdough A to Z ebook. Um, to check that out, you go to tradcookschool.com slash our books and then follow the link to the Sourdough A to Z ebook. Also, in the Allergy-Free Cooking e-course, which is included with your membership of traditionalcookingschool.com or in the standalone ebook, Allergy-Free Cooking ebook, there's a whole, uh, at least one lesson, if I remember right, on gluten-free sourdough. It's a little bit more advanced than the Sourdough A to Z because we... Um, kind of go deeper. So there's a whole section for you there on gluten-free sourdough. Also, I mentioned my friend Sharon Kane. If you really want to get deep into gluten-free sourdough, I think this is required reading and usage. It's a book, The Art of Gluten-Free Sourdough Baking. The link for you is tradcookschool.com slash gfsourdough. It'll take you right there where you can shop her site. Like I mentioned, there's the book, there's online classes, there's starters, uh, there's kits, there's all kinds of stuff. But the book, I think, is going to be your number one resource. So check that out. Finally, Cultures for Health, as I mentioned before, has a brown rice starter that you can revive in your home. That's culturesforhealth.com, and then you just go to the sourdough starter uh, section and look for the brown rice one. So I do have time now to take a question or two related to Sophia's question. So um, I've seen some coming in. I think I caught one, but I didn't catch them all. So if you don't mind, if you've typed it already or if you have one, Post in the comments with your question, um, and be sure to include your first name. So my gluten-free starter seemed to sour too fast. It would be all air and more than double in 24 hours. Okay, so in which case, Janine? Janine, feed more often. Even my sourdough starter that's on einkorn right now used to be on spelt twice a day. I just, I just don't think once a day is enough on a sourdough starter. Those organisms, if you want them to really perform for you and be active in a strong culture, they need a regular food source. So if they're running out of food, uh, feed more often. Hopefully that helps your question. Thank you for the hearts, everyone. I appreciate those. Um, is everyone good? Let me know in the comments, not only your questions, but give me a thumbs up if you've already worked with gluten-free sourdough. Um, and tell me, like I want to, or I'm going to, if it's something that interests you that you haven't yet done. I'd love to hear just a quick survey. Who's done gluten-free sourdough already? And I'm gonna take a drink of my maca coffee now. We've got a thumbs up, fantastic, from, oh, of course, Megan. Yeah, she's definitely done gluten-free sourdough in her um, cafe in Eugene, Oregon, Vanilla Jill's. She has gluten-free sourdough waffles that they use for sandwiches or for um, um, uh, frozen treat bowls. Tried and failed, going to try again. Okay, good, we always gotta keep trying. Renee says, me too, great. Uh, I'd like to try, I tried but would like to try again, says Saved by Grace. Claire says, I would love to learn about a grain-free alternative, okay. I do not have a grain-free alternative, but I know my friend at Meg Eat Beautiful is or maybe, or it's on her list to work on that. So if you're not following Meg, do. She's at Meg Eat Beautiful. Her site is eatbeautiful.net. Um, she has a great book called Eat Beautiful that you can get at tradcookschool.com slash Megan. But anyway, follow her because she will have updates on grain-free um, 
sourdough alternatives as she's working on them. Crystal says, I haven't attempted it, but would love to. I do traditional sourdough, but am a novice. Crystal, we're all novices. <laughs> Claire, great. I'm glad that was helpful. But Crystal, keep it up. I'm really proud of you. Okay, good. Well, I just love this. So let me do some housekeeping. Uh, quick recap. Oh, Sev says, once a day feeding is why my first starter attempt failed. Thankfully, I found Ganalfglins. Great. By the way, Ganalfglins is... Um, the acronym that we used to be named, God's Natural Organic Whole Foods Grown Locally in Season, and we renamed to Traditional Cooking School a little over a year ago. So we're at Traditional Cooking School by Ganalfglin. So Sev has been with us for a long time. I'm so grateful. So good job. So I want to do a quick recap of the links. Your free sourdough starter instructions, tradcookschool.com slash free starter, and you can especially request gluten-free instructions. The maca, the best maca there is, tradcookschool.com slash maca from the maca team. Uh, it's just fantastic, and there's a wealth of information on their site to help you choose the right maca. I just want to say thank you so much for coming. It's been a blessing and a pleasure, as always, to be with you. And you know what I need to say before we go? Merry Christmas. I dearly cherish and love you all. I thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, you encourage me every day, and it's such a blessing to work with you. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy, or send an email to Wardy at AskWardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to AskWardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash TradCookSchool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, Go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.